0: Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess, and on today's podcast, the state's budget crisis gets worse. Collections of the individual income tax fell nearly 30% compared to last year. Pima County gets a lifeline to keep serving migrants And an old app gets a new life as COVID surges again.
1: We do have treatments for COVID, but they're not as effective as if you can get vaccinated and prevent being infected in the first place.
0: Topping our news, the state's financial problems are getting worse. The legislature's budget committee is now projecting a nearly $2 billion shortfall over the next two years. Paola Rodriguez reports the growing deficit is due
1: to declining revenues. The individual income tax is the primary underfunder when looking at fiscal year 2024's general fund revenues. Collections of the individual income tax fell nearly 30% compared to last year and are more than $480 million less than anticipated. The most likely causes are the implementation of Arizona's flat income tax rate of 2.5% and lower pre tax income, such as capital gains. The Budget Committee is also assuming that more than $700 million will be awarded to universal school vouchers by the end of fiscal year 2024, nearly $80 million over what was budgeted. But it believes a drop in public school enrollment will offset the voucher shortfall. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News.
0: The federal government
1: has granted
0: Pima County an extension to spend $5 million on services for asylum seekers. County officials had feared the funding would expire at the end of February. The money pays for short-term shelter and services for migrants have been processed and released by the Border Patrol. Pima County has been serving a record number of migrants at nearly 100,000 people in the last three months of 2023. Funding should now be available through March. The U.S. Air Force has awarded Raytheon's Tucson facility a $345 million contract to produce and deliver more than 1,500 Stormbreaker smart weapons more about this from duncan moon
2: stormbreaker is the defense department's leading air to surface weapon with a flexibility to hit moving targets at any time of day and in adverse weather conditions it can see in the dark through fog smoke and heavy rain or snow to hit both fixed and moving targets at a distance of up to 45 miles Stormbreaker also has cutting-edge networking capabilities. That means one platform could launch it, but hand off control to another mid-flight. Because the Stormbreaker is just 6 to 7 inches in diameter and weighs just more than 200 pounds, aircraft can carry 8 to 16 of them on a single mission. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News.
0: A state House of Representatives subcommittee met this week to address Arizona's growing homelessness crisis. Legislative efforts have amplified following court orders to clear the homeless encampment called The Zone in downtown Phoenix last year. Republican Committee Chairman Matt Gress says fixing the problem requires efforts beyond providing more shelter spaces, which he called warehousing. The committee is hearing testimony to introduce legislation addressing the crisis by the end of the month. Public health experts are bringing back a COVID-era app, it stresses the prevention
3: of infectious diseases. Tony Perkins reports. The app, called we Health Notify was known as COVID Watch during the early months of the pandemic. It alerted a cell phone user that exposure to COVID was near. Now it's used to warn people of everything from stormy weather to bad air quality. University of Arizona epidemiologist Casey Ernst notes the app's original purpose could see a renewal with an emphasis on infectious disease prevention.
1: We do have treatments for COVID, but they're not as effective as if you can get vaccinated and prevent being infected in the first place.
3: Ernst says installing the app can signal the importance of vaccinations for COVID, the flu, and other contagious ailments. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. You can
0: hear more about this on Arizona Science, available on our website, news.azpm.org. Arizona's Attorney General says a DNA analysis company violated state law by not informing state officials of a data breach that affected millions of its customers. Hackers stole personal information about millions of 23andMe clients last October. Attorney General Chris Mays wrote to the company last week asking for more information about the breach, including a detailed list of the Arizonans affected. Mays noted that data about people with Jewish and Chinese heritage was sold on the dark web. Time is running out for Pima County residents to share their thoughts on possible solutions to issues facing the county jail. Hannah Cree has more on the public survey, which is closing on Saturday.
4: County officials have said the results of the public survey could influence the Blue Ribbon Commission's final recommendations to the Board of Supervisors. The survey has been open since December 26th. It asks nine questions about conditions at the jail and the possibilities of renovating the existing facility or building a new one. But a group of activists under the No New Jail Coalition expressed dissatisfaction with the survey's primarily multiple-choice questions. They chose to contact the Board of Supervisors directly by email. The Blue Ribbon Commission's final recommendation has a new deadline of January 31st. That report is scheduled for discussion and a potential vote at the February 20th Board of Supervisors meeting. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News.
0: And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at the Arizona Public Media Newsroom. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get your news here. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We're taking a three-day weekend, and we'll be back on Tuesday.